Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 25th of October. And as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast Head on over to our marcustoday.com.au website and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can always sign up on the website as well for a two-week free trial. All right, well, we're in set for, um, I guess, uh, a slightly positive opening this morning. Uh, Mixed numbers coming out of the U.S. on Friday, U.S. corporate numbers dominate again and will dominate this week as well as our own AGM and confession season to some extent. But we had the Dow Jones up 74 points or 0.21% on Friday, 35,677. NASDAQ though reversing all engines down 0.82%, 126 points to 15,000. And 90. And the SP 500 in the middle for Diddle, pretty much unchanged, down five points to 45.45 minus 0.11%. SPY futures showing a rise of 30 points at 0.41 of a percent, 74.16. That VIX index closed up slightly, 15.43, so finding a bit of support at the bottom end of that range, 2.8% higher. But we did see commodities doing relatively well on Friday, or at least over the weekend. We had Brent crude up 1.1%, 92 cents to 85.53. We had WTI up 1.5%, $1.26 to $83.76. Gold also doing well, up $14.40 or 0.81%, 17.96.30. And the iron ore price up $2.85 to $120.35. So that's the important thing for us, uh, 2.4% to the good. The Aussie dollar, 74.74, up 0.64 of a dollar, 0.86%. In other commodities, we saw copper down 1.3%, nickel down 1.1%, aluminium down one1 zinc though up 0.4%, lead up 1%, and tin up 1%. In the more uh, somewhat opaque commodities, uh, we had uranium, that weekly price still at 37.25, and the lithium price had a pretty good week last week, was up 15% on the week on the back of uh, strong demand from China again. So lithium certainly will be in focus today. Those lithium stocks should do quite well. Here you have the S&P on, fi- on Friday, the 500 on Friday. Bit of a swoon. Jerome Powell was out and about talking stuff. So we did have a little bit of a swoon there, but it fought back valiantly to close pretty much unchanged on the day. As far as major stories go, uh, record high for the Dow, uh, the uh, another record high. So once again, U.S. markets around the records at the moment, although Nasdaq falling that 0.8%. Corporate earnings were disappointing. Intel lost 11.7%. Snap definitely snapped down 26.6% on the back of their results. So that was certainly hurting the technology sector. Jerome Powell noted that the Fed is still on track to begin tapering. Fed policymakers next meet in early November, which is just around the corner. And that will certainly be an interesting meeting and a lot of 
focus will be on that, especially with uh, COP26 as well at the same time. We should get a bit of a focus on green and clean and lots of uh, renewable energy focus. So that could be good for our renewable stocks, the lithium space, etc. European stocks closed firmer on Friday. The stock 600 up by half a percent. And 10-year yields in the US fell six basis points to near 1.64%. Two-year yields, though, lifted by one basis point to near 046 And Bitcoin fell 0.34% to 60692 So well and truly off its highs that we saw during the week last with that ETF listing. As far as our market goes today, what have we got? Well, this week we've got third quarter CPI on Wednesday and we've got retail sales on Friday. Nothing significant today. The 164 of the S&P 500 companies, that includes 10 members of the Dow, are scheduled to report this week as well. So it's going to be a big week for reports. Today is decision day for Scientific Games IPO. This is a monster IPO to rival a Tabcorp in some respects and probably actually twice as big as Tabcorp. But uh, it looked like there was a board meeting in the US to decide whether to go the IPO route or maybe even a trade sale to private equity. But Scientific Games could be worth up to $10 billion. The RBA move on buy now, pay later surcharges on Friday. We saw a bit of a reversal there as they said that maybe retailers should be allowed to pass on the surcharges that buy now, pay later providers do charge the retailers. Of course, the buy now, pay later guys will argue that that surcharge, or not surcharge, but the charge they make for retailers is actually part of the allure of buy now, pay later, and that it drives business to those retailers, and therefore it is worth paying the money Uh, The retailers, of course, would like to uh, pass that on to consumers. But if consumers are paying 4, 5, 6% more for the item just because they can lay by it, are they going to jump at it? This would be Australia. Of course, the big market always is the US and overseas. But it is a bit of a backflip for the RBA. So we did see Square in the US. They fell 4.5% over on Friday. 10-year yields in the US, 1.63. In Australia, 1.79%. Germany, minus 0.11%. In terms of prices on Friday, BHP and Rio both better in US terms. BHP up 1.4, Rio up half a percent. In technology stocks, we had Tesla up one8 Apple down 0.5%. Facebook having a bit of a shocker recently, down 5.1%. And Alphabet down 2.9%. Maybe Facebook's worried that the new Donald Trump social media company, uh, Truth, will uh, interrupt its business. But also, there has been uh, serious issues around Facebook at the moment. Square, as I say, down 4.5%. In terms of commodity stocks on Friday overseas, we had Freeport, McMoran down nearly 2%. Alcoa down one5 Tech down 29 Glencore down 04 and Vale up 1.35%. And the state grid of China seems unlikely to sell its Osnet stake. Worried that it may never get a look in again. Makes a bid tricky. But uh, Osnet has now granted, finally, due diligence to APA Group to have a little look under the, uh, the bonnet of uh, Osnet. Origin is selling a 10% stake in the Australia Pacific LNG for 2.2 or 2.12 billion to a global energy investor called EIG. And Blackstone, a big US 
company is buying a near 50% stake in Dexas Australian Logistics Trust. And AEE and 29M, that's uh, Aeris Resources and 29 Metals, in the running to buy Glencore's Cobar Copper Mine. Uh, the CSI mine at Cobar in New South Wales is up for sale through Bank of America and UBS and could be worth around a billion dollars. And another IPO coming to the market potentially, Norcliffe which is a mining services company planning an IPO. And we have seen some executive changes this morning from Iris. This follows that aborted bid for the company. And in other news, Telstra has bought Digital Pacific in conjunction with the government and the export finance that it's going to receive from the government. They're actually ponying up around $270 million US dollars themselves with the rest coming from the Australian government, the Export Finance Corporation. As far as question of the day goes, it was the first weekend of freedom for those in Victoria and Melbourne. How was it? What did you get up to? Was it worth the wait? You guys have had a historic longest period of lockdown in the world. So what did you get up to at the weekend? What was fantastic to get out and about? So let's kick the week off with a little bit of a uh, a light-hearted look at something that uh, is weighing on lots of people's minds. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights over there. If you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community and you're listening to this on a podcast or you're watching this on a video, please, we'd love to have you along for the ride. You can always sign up to marcustoday.com.au and there's a two-week free trial available there and you can get an idea of what we have to offer. But that's it. Have a great session. Thank <laughs> you.